out. If you don't know, we are an online church. I'm Olivia. I'm Jamin. And I'm Casey. And we are going through a series on the Beatitudes on the Sermon on the Mount. And if you don't know what a Beatitude is, it's those things that start the Sermon on the Mount. The blessed are the blank, for they shall blank. And Wait, so uh, they're not bees with attitude? You want to take care of this one? Or? They're not. No. Uh-uh. Okay, so uh, we already did. Blessed are the poor in spirit. There's the kingdom of heaven. Check out last week. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Check out last week. Today we are on to blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, first question we have to ask is, what are the meek? Because... <laughs> Like, just in English, like, what does that mean to you? We've, it's not like a word we use all the time, but perhaps enough to have a general feel of... No, not really. I almost ever hear it just in this verse. Yeah? Okay. What about you? Meek is kind of quiet and reserved. Sounds what about what I would generalize. Let's find out. Define meek. Quiet, gentle, and easily imposed on. Submissive. So, basically what Olivia said. So that would be the English word that we use. The question is, is that what was implied in the Greek word for meek? And that's what we'll talk a little bit about today. So, we've noticed a little bit, though, like, things on the Beatitudes often feel a little backwards, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven, poor in spirit. We talked about, like, I think the best that we had was Olivia mentioned, like, some people seem high-spirited, right? So, like, if we were to think of poor in spirit, like, you more reserved, more humble, more kind of not exercising your will over everyone in the room, that type thing. You wouldn't think that those would be the people that would inherit the kingdom of heaven because they seem more like down there, you know, at the bottom of the humble ladder, I guess. <laughs> but it seemed higher. So if we're following this idea of it seems backwards, then at least in the English language, meek would sound different. Someone who inherits earth is not someone who's like, hi, could you open the door, please? Hi, yeah, my name's Olivia. I have your house. <laughs> I just noticed it was really nice. You got a good yard. Like that, you know, doesn't line up, right? I mean, right? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine Olivia trying to go to random people's houses, hi, trying to get them. It's no big deal. I just really like your backyard. Can I have it? Like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, it does not sound right. So, in the English language, that doesn't sound right. Does that hold up? So, Meek, more in like a Greek word, would be like a translation of uh, kind of like humble-ish. So I don't know if meek is, is exactly like the English word we need. We need something that implies like you could have great authority and still be meek. Which I guess quiet could work, you know. It could be someone like a president could still act meek if they wanted to. Even though they have all the power to inherit land, they could still behave meekly. I would say yes and no, because while yes, someone who's in the presidential position can behave meekly, 
someone who's trying to get into that position and behaves meekly isn't going to get enough attention to get themselves into that position in the first place. Fair. So maybe my analogy doesn't work perfectly. Uh, but, okay, well, think of it this way then. Do you know anyone in your life who's got a lot of pull on either like a board or a business or an organization? Maybe they own it, but they are unusual in the fact that they just are really like kind of gentle, calm, kind person. I guess that seems rarer to come by, but can you think of any? I mean, I... There's one that comes to mind in history, but um, I don't know if this is the best analogy, but Sam Walton. Who's that? The guy that made Walmart. Oh, okay. So, like, he was a billionaire. He still came in with a button-up shirt and jeans on every day to work. And, like, most people, if they didn't know him, didn't realize he was the owner of the entire thing. So I don't know much about Walmart and their history, but that would be maybe a good example of meekness. So he doesn't have to necessarily be at the bottom of the social ladder, but can behave in a certain way that's not like exercising it. Like he would still come in like different stores and like be unloading trucks when, you know, stuff was delivered and yeah. usually heads of companies don't normally do that, so. yeah. Uh, I would think of my friend Malachi, like you know Malachi, uh, he was my boss at, uh, back when I worked in radio and uh, he was just a really kind of chill, down-to-earth kind of person. He knew how to direct uh, what we were doing and give us pointers and even give us like important constructive criticism and instruction, but at the same time was... Uh, not pushy, not like extra, like I'm in charge, you're gonna listen, you know, it was nothing like that. Uh, as far as like working with him went, there was a certain meekness behind the authority that he had. So, so I guess the only reason that I'm trying to say like, let's think of powerful individuals, is because I'm trying to say like, when it says blessed are the meek, it doesn't necessarily mean blessed are the ones all the way at the bottom. It can, anyone can behave in a humble kind of way. Jesus, for example, right? Was Jesus meek? Yes. He was, from the biblical perspective of practicing humility and mercy and things like that, he was definitely meek. He gets down on his hands and knees like a modern slave at the time and washes his disciples' feet, which they were appalled at him doing because he was being so incredibly meek. But... Was Jesus, like, meek in the sense that he had no authority? <laughs> Absolutely not. He could tell demons what to do and they did it. He's the king of the universe. He's God himself. But yet he still lived out his authority in a meek kind of way. So normally, when you think of people who inherit the earth, you don't think of meek, right? You think of um, dictators. You think of people who are going to war, who are going to send their people out to, to overthrow other nations and take their land and send people into exile. and See, that wouldn't be inherent, though. That would be conquering. But that would be the, that would be the un-Jesus mindset of how you inherit land, right? Well, it wouldn't be inheriting, though. If you conquered it, you conquered the land. Sure, but 
when I say inherit, I'm thinking more broadly, just like... Because I'm thinking inheritance is normally a gift, you know, passed down from generations. And so, if yeah. someone to go out and conquer, I mean, I think that would be a different word to be used there. I mean, granted, I don't know the translation of the Greek, but... Well, let's look into the word and see what... Because inherit, inherit in my, you know, perspective or opinion would be, yeah, a gift passed down. Mm. But normally, um, usually the inheritance went to the firstborn. Mm. And usually the firstborn was a little louder, was usually more assertive. And so this would almost be like, um, you know, the inheritance would be going to the secondborn and, and, and the idea of... Historically. Yeah. So our word would be... Cleronomero. <laughs> what? Cleronomero. 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 Okay, so that would be the Greek word for inheritance, or for inherit, in this particular situation, which would be to receive rights or real property in perpetuality by means other than purchase or exchange. So yeah, in your mind, you're thinking, of course, inherit. When we think of that word just in general forms, we think of someone has land, they give it to us. If we were to think that from a heavenly perspective, who's really in control of the whole universe? Whose world is this? Well, it's God's. Who's going to inherit it from God? Well, the children of God. Who are the children of God? Well, Christians, those who follow Jesus and have given their lives over to him. So yes. We would inherit, but I guess I'm thinking like, when I look at how people inherit land, when they come into possession of it, just in general, it's usually not like the person, it's not usually peaceful. It's not usually peaceful. It's not usually someone at the bottom. Sometimes people get in arguments over lands as to like, whose land is this? And it's usually the one who's gonna create the biggest fuss in the end, who's like going to win it in court or legally or things like that. Whereas the person who's like quiet or just meek in the sense that they're not exercising their full like- Well, they're submissive. This is mine. They're submissive or humble is the word that we have especially used here. The humble person's not usually the one who's always gonna win it. Cause they're not putting up the same kind of right tone and all that, I guess. So. Cleronomeo may translate to instances of Yaris in which the beneficiary receives real property and possibly uses force. Uh, but in the New Testament, cleronomero is used only of inheriting rights or intangible blessing by bequest, never of inheriting real property. So you are correct. In this case, we are speaking of inheritance like it's my inheritance. It's passed down to me type thing. Um, but I don't feel like the world usually behaves that way when they're right. talking about getting land, right? So Jesus is calling us to a different ideal. Um, well, I mean, it's it's weird because it's out of, it's technically out of your control. Like mm -hmm. most of the time, you want to be able to control to get it, to have the ability to then, you know, to take it, mm -hmm. basically. But... Yeah, when it's an inheritance, usually that means it's out of your control. It's someone else has the power and is letting you have it. Yeah. So I guess, well, let's try this. If the Jesus way is blessed are the humble, 
for they will be given land, if that would be another way to say it. If that was a critique upon the way that life usually is, it would be blessed. We usually think, blessed are the prideful, for they will conquer the nations, right? That's the way that we usually act. <laughs> if I go to war, I could take someone's land. If I can overthrow their people, I can turn them into slaves. I can make them work their own land and pay me back with their stuff. That's usually the way that the world operates. If you want more stuff, you take more stuff. Whoever has the most force, whoever has the most nukes, whoever has the most threat, aggression, people, military, all of that, you will get whatever you want. That's the way the world acts. And then Jesus comes along, he's like, you know what? I'm actually the one in charge. I'm the one who can distribute. And the one who's gonna actually get land is the one who's going to uh, live that humble kind of life. So when we see the world just like grabbing and taking, like Jesus' critique is that's not the way of heaven. And that should call us in many cases to call out our nations that we're a part of, right? When we see them like trying to grab and take, God would be saying, that's not the way that I operate. I have a different way of going about it. I think even if we were to fast forward to Revelation, what happens there? All the nations fall? Well, yeah, so all the, all those that, yeah, Babylon falls apart, nations fall apart. The one that remains standing is God's nation, and who inherits the world at that point would be those who are a part of God's nation. So you, you see what Casey was saying, the inheritance, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the world, I'm giving it to you now. Uh, so yeah, good, good point on that. Good point on that. So from a Jesus perspective, those who humble themselves and follow him inherit the land. From the world's perspective, we always, it all. we always think those who are prideful and can work themselves up can get whatever they want. And Jesus has a strong critique on that here. That's not the way that heaven works. And if we are to follow Jesus, that's not the way that we should work either. And even in you know modern culture as of itself, aggression is usually rewarded. Like, if you're thinking about in sports, usually the one who is the most aggressive yeah. usually scores the most points, which then wins the game. That might be an even more like modern example then, right? If Jesus was to say, blessed is the meek football player, he shall score all the touchdowns. <laughs> we would be like, uh, no. Has, has he seen the Lions? No, that doesn't happen. That's the way that this should stick out to us. <laughs> but what if, what if? Oh my gosh, I'm doing sports analogies. <laughs> I don't like this. This isn't me. First, you got a Star Trek reference. I, yeah, well. Now you're doing sports analogies? COVID has changed us all in different ways. <laughs> what if Jesus was like, but hear ye first, you lions, you be first in the kingdom of heaven. Right? Like that's, no, dude, they're at the bottom of the list. Like that, that would be right. Just sticking with the analogy here, that sticks out to us like a Thor sum. Like, ah, uh -uh, you don't understand how wait, it works. Wait, it's sticking out like a Thor, uh, a Thor sum. A Thor sum. Is that what I said? Yeah. Yes. Thor sum. It stands out like Thor. Stands out like a sore thumb. I didn't even hear that. <laughs> Casey and I both thought we just looked at each other. We were like, like, we know what, what? he meant to say. He went into the desert to pinch his. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> <Tense>. <laughs> pinch 
his tents. <laughs> and you didn't hear anything else. <laughs> so you get that. And the rest of you are Googling it right now. Have a good laugh. Um, <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? Okay, so, yeah, but that doesn't, we laugh at that, like, ha, ha, blessed are the, okay, the lions are blessed, yeah, sure, you know, like, we, like, that's not the way football works, right, and that's not the way that football players should work, and yeah, here's Jesus saying, like, they're the ones, <laughs> so, that should stick out to us, like a Thor song, and that's your message for today. <laughs>